Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh my God, we're back! Yeah! A place to stay. Catch booty on the floor tonight. Make my day. Don't uh, a place to stay. Catch booty on the floor tonight. Make my day. Bring, 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 boop. Make my day. Bring, bring, boop. Make my day. Make my day. Make my day. Bring, bring, boop. Bring, bring, bring. Pump up the jam. Will not leave my head. Welcome uh-huh. to page seven. We may as well call it Yes, We Worry Darling episode. <laughs> I am, uh, we are going to be talking so yep. much about Don't Worry Darling. It is darling just been Gate my is everything. Upon us. It's Darling Gate. I'm sorry, you mean Spitgate, which is what the calls are calling <laughs> Spit it now. Gate, right, I forgot Spitgate. So well, that's funny. Just, that's just one corner and that, of yeah, this. That happened after a bunch of, of other funny stuff that yeah. already happened. That's the best. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Like, every wow. Wow. It's funny. Where she was served her custody papers <laughs> on stage. This movie is like both cursed and completely blessed with a bunch of weird <laughs> bullshit surrounding it because by all accounts, it's a very mediocre film. That mediocre at best. Everything I've read. A amount of people are going to watch now that would never have watched it because of how ridiculous the circus has been now, hold it. it's around a movie. the making It's a real it. movie movie. It's, oh it's a movie God. that makes it's you want to movie. go to the It's movies. a theater film that <laughs> you see in the film theater. So let's let's definitely talk about the Harry Styles quote. That's the Harry Styles quote in an interview. Uh, I mean, these poor guys, they have to do these press interviews all fucking day long. I'd probably get like that too after a while. But yes, he definitely at the same time was... It, yeah, talking about how a movie is a movie as an answer to an interview question. Also, I, I was say, screaming about this to Jackie. It was like, everybody's like, what I wouldn't give to spend one hour with Harry Styles, you know, gallivanting around talking about. No, all these pop guys or whatever, they're all boring and vapid and have nothing. In, and this is a great example of the thought process of why these guys, they leave it all on the stage. You get it all up there. Well, you You're also have to enjoy, remember, that's, been, that's where they're the best. He's been famous since he's like 14 years old. We yeah. also right. have to keep that in yeah. mind. And Taylor Swift read a song about him called Style. We should also keep that in mind. Oh yeah, we should really keep Let's that keep in that mind. mind. Say, <laughs> a, lot, a lot to keep in mind. Are you both <laughs> around a lot of Styles haters? Because the last, I feel like I've been in a vortex the last four to five days because every time I bring it up, everyone's like, 
fuck Harry Styles. Yeah, no. Harry Styles is an asshole. I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah, I thought I. Uh, this is what another thing that's so fun about this to me is that I thought that we all loved Harry Styles. I still do have zero oh. negative things to say about the man. I also love yeah. the idea that Chris Pine hates him. If that's true, like there, it's just he's. I actually thought he was a really interesting person because of his public persona it turns out maybe mm-hmm. he's not because when he speaks yeah, he says I'm... things like if i can read the exact quote <laughs> my favorite thing about the movie is it feels like a movie it feels like a real go to the theater film movie that you know <laughs> kind of reason why you go to the screen <laughs> i love that uh, and mj also sent screen. us a tweet uh, overlaying that quote over the nicole kidman amc <laughs> ad which i really feel which yes we are going to talk about the fact that there is a sequel coming out to the Nicole Kidman AMC commercial. You know what? I'm going to throw it out there as a quick sidebar. Upset about it. They're going to do it. I feel like they're not going to. Like the first one was made with such wholesome intentions uh, that the fact that it was made fun of that now I feel like they're going to like wink at it. Mm, they're going to yeah. wink at it mm. instead. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want her to be cheeky. Yeah. I don't want her to be cheeky at the theater films. <laughs> I want to see her trying to be real. Right, being genuine yeah. about yes, it. Yes, that's yeah. the fun of it. But anyway, sorry, that was a sidebar. Because we're here to talk about Don't Worry Darling. And, and I st- like Harry Styles. I like him too. First of all, my biggest thought right out of the gate, just even just the way they're all dressed in all of these little scenes and things, Wes Anderson, make a movie about this Thing. Yes. Make a movie about the Ooh, the trying to put yes. this movie out. They already look like Wes Anderson characters. All <laughs> of the plot lines are very Wes Anderson-y. Like just get just as a way to like make fun of the movie business. Make a movie called like putting out. Don't worry, darling. You know what I mean? Self-reference the whole thing. Get incredibly meta with it. I just I need that because what a hilarious situation. It's almost like the plot. Well, I don't want to say of a Woody Allen film is he's you know he's Dunzo right, Yucko. but it's like a plot of a kind of comedy like that where it's like in trying to put this incredibly mediocre movie out, this shit show just magically happens based on a bunch of weird things going on, and because of all of those things, now everyone goes to see. Now everyone's with bated breath, ready to watch this incredibly who gives a fuck about it film. And I just think that's brilliant. And I think everyone, I think the even more fun thing about it is that everyone's going to go see it, but now everyone also is going to think it sucks. And everyone, like everyone's going in assuming it sucks and everyone's going in mad at at least one of the people like involved, (laughs) furiously mad. There's people who are obviously furious at Olivia Wilde. There's people who are who are furious at Harry Styles. Again, I can't MJ, where's your fury? Where does your fury lie? This is why this is so nice for me. I have no fury. I mean, I think probably Olivia Wilde, it it seems like she was the shittiest one of all, but I also have no investment in it. I have zero feelings. It's so nice. I just feel like, there, and it doesn't connect to any, as far as I know, doesn't seem to connect to any like deeper, more structural things. Uh, Again, I've seen some people be like, oh, it's misogynist to say that Olivia Wilde shouldn't fuck around with her young co-star i'm not particularly he not it that's not what this is about though it's nothing about her fucking harry styles yeah so much more exactly exactly. you know what it is and i think we do need to give people a play-by-play who like aren't aware of what's going on we're gonna start from the beginning yeah we've got you know what this is this is like akin to like okay i know it's a little more detail but you're a you're a theater school in college and these other kids in your theater school that you actually super don't give a fuck about 
they're all like in doing this play together and you just start hearing about all this drama that's going yes. on. And you're just like, during tell this me. play production. Yes. yes. And you were just like, ooh, we dated Brett. <laughs> totally. Tell me what's going on. Totally. Because I don't give a fuck about any of this shit exactly. at the end of the day. And so this is just pure fun. Yes. This is just pure fucking totally. uh, drama cocaine. Zero this stakes. Is... Everyone is famous. <laughs> Everyone is rich. Everyone is fine, right? Like, yeah. oh yeah, no one's physically hurt. Yeah. Yes, like the worst person involved is Shia LaBeouf, and even he's like, he's being kept away from people who he needs to be kept away from. Yeah. There's just no, there's just no stakes other than everybody hates each other and everybody's famous and beautiful. Love it. And it's just perfect. Like, I, it is the best celebrity controversy. And also, it's great because there's a lot of mystery. There's like a Zapruder film with the spit that you can keep watching over and over a la like a JFK assassination. <laughs> God, you, can, you can, uh, you know, you can, there's all the different camps. You can just look at endless pictures pictures of Chris Pine looking miserable. And we, of course, have no idea what he's actually thinking, but we can think, we think, we know what he's thinking. It's got everything. It yeah, really does, because it, it really all. does. It starts with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. It starts with him being cast in this Olivia Wilde-directed movie, Don't Worry Darling, and the claim, so it, like, so it already was out the gate a problem, is that Olivia Wilde says that he quit and he claims that he was fired because there wasn't enough time for a rehearsal. So that like, and Olivia Wilde refuses to go back and change her story. But on top of that, where this all really began is the fact that Shia LaBeouf claims that Olivia Wilde sent him a video talking about him leaving the film, which if she didn't do that, I don't know how he got this footage of her essentially talking about how difficult it is to work with Ms. Flo, Flo. who is Florence Pugh. Who is also universally beloved. Like, beloved. Put Chris Pine, universally beloved. Florence Pugh, universally beloved. Shia LaBeouf, universally hated. Olivia Wilde, extremely controversial. So again, you got all the elements you need. Somebody, everyone's going to rally around Florence Pugh. And Harry Styles, the biggest pop star, like the hottest ticket right now on the planet. Right, yeah. Crazy. And so originally, Shia LaBeouf. And Taylor Swift, I'm sorry, real quick. Don't you bring her up in this. She's Nothing to do with Midnight's this. Midnight's October 21st, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And how dare you not include the article about the four different vinyl variants coming out that you can pre-order right now. Uh, Midnight. You can bring up Jason Sudeikis because Jason Sudeikis yes, is a part of right. this. We bring I was Ted just Lasso. about to say, isn't he having a fucking field day right oh, now? Is he not just having happy. the best time? Talking about someone pulling the popcorn out, man. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I, it is so, it's so thick and so deep because then essentially when Shia LaBeouf leaves, she casts Harry Styles. Now at this point, she was still, I believe, still married to Jason Sudeikis, or at least they were not publicly separated yet. And throughout the process of the beginning of this movie, so Harry Styles, who also does not have a lot of, you know, acting experience, obviously, put into a very serious role and Olivia Wilde starts fucking him. And of course, it is murky of when they begin fucking. What we do know is that Jason Sudeikis, on purpose, which after we talked about this on the episode, when he served, he got her served while she was on stage in front of other people at a convention. 
And I remember us talking about it being like, oh, he must not have wanted that to happen, right? He did. Mm -hmm. He did want that to happen. So I'm going to assume that Jason Sudeikis was very, very angry at Olivia Wilde for whatever was going on. How did you confirm that? How did you confirm that? There's been a lot of more speculation coming out about like, of course, it's all like close sources, but there's a lot more people saying that that's what happened than not saying that's what happened. And then so obviously I would assume, if you're going to do that and it's like they were together, got together on the movie. I mean, it's a de- it's like, man, that is some Batman villain level fucking Todd shit to do. But yeah, it's definitely like the Riddler being like, yes, this led to this. The, this movie led to this. That the, the, rel- the fucking and Florence Pugh is good friends with Jason Sudeikis. And so she has a stake in being mad at Olivia Wilde for fucking around on him is at least part of the rumors swirling. And when Shia LaBeouf was cast, he had not yet, the allegations against him for abuse by FKA Twigs had not yet happened. Right. But also he was already known to be a total train wreck. So it's like a strange casting choice from Olivia Wilde. But I feel like that's a a piece of the rolling controversy is that he was, this all started at the beginning, like March, 2020, by the way, like the beginning of the pandemic, Yeah. There, like all these little bits of news coming. And then, so it just, I feel like just in terms of when you're making your little murder board, remember that Shia LaBeouf known as, <laughs> Asshole, but not yet known to be this these horrible allegations of abuse against. Right, the you can draw the little red devil horns on his picture all you want, yes. but you know you definitely need to denote no FKA twigs until December of that year. Yep. Underneath, and yeah. I will if say, if you want to write that in blood, write that in blood, or whatever you need to do. For the Sadikus thing is kind of stamped in because this was at the same time that Olivia Wilde was trying to move their children permanently to relocate them to London where Harry Styles lives. So this was like amidst a trial between the two of them that like a, a petition got dismissed because Sudeikis wanted the kids to live in New York where he lives and he that got dismissed. Ah. So this, so that's why it is pointing more towards the fact that like, no, he wanted to publicly embarrass her. Gotcha. He was pissed the fuck off about what was going on. I don't think that that's, Nice, but I've also never been in that situation before. So, how, Lord knows how petty I could be. It's <laughs> a classy into that way to be petty. It's a classy <laughs> way to be petty. Papers delivered while on stage. I mean, that is just such a fun Wes Anderson man. It is right Get there on for you, it. my friend. And Somebody include all the kissing. I want to see all the kissing that happens. Maybe Michelle Gondry would be a good uh, uh, pick for this as well. I need to start click clacking. I need to get this. Uh, yeah, get the uh, tip typing, bro. Yeah, let's for sure. Let's cast it. <laughs> Let us cast. This is all like even before all of the stuff. This weekend happened so while on like so on set there was a lot of problems apparently and we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago Florence Pugh even being upset with how the movie is being pitched here in the United States as well where she's like it's not just a sex movie and I feel like it's just being portrayed as this movie I I'm going to go ahead and jump into her brain. And I think that she thinks she's above all of this, which I'm not saying she's not. Yeah. 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 She, I think that it's messy. It's the definition of messy. This is so messy. She, and like, she, I feel like has like a pretty good body of work behind her. And I think that she just thought this was going to be like a high quality film. And, intriguing. and I think yes. it seems that there's been a slow realization on her part that the film is terrible. All of the clips that have been like leaked of Harry Styles' acting are not good. 
And <laughs> yeah, you just look at his face, look at the fit. Yeah. It, that's all you need. His accent is like changing within sentences, you know? <laughs> and so I think that Florence Pugh kind of gradually realized that it's not a good film. And that I think, right, my impression about her quotes about, she says, when it's reduced to your sex scenes or to watch the most famous man in the world go down on someone, it's not why we do it. It's not why I'm in the industry. Um, so I think that right. she's kind of like, I thought I was signing on for like this good, interesting film. And remember, the, the trailer made it look like a good, interesting film. And then it's just kind of turned into like, oh, it's just like a Harry Styles vehicle now and he can't even act. Right. So I think it's just like we're seeing her disillusionment with the project live in real time, you know? Well, and, you know, I mean, allegedly, I guess we'll say when it comes down to someone potentially and maybe just even in, in just in Florence's viewpoint kind of fucked their way into the role a little bit there. Right. You know what I mean? And, and whoa, it wasn't really based whoa. They on... weren't seen holding hands until January and he <laughs> signed on in November. Okay, so there's no way there was an overlap. I think we've all been a part of a working situation where someone had some rose-colored fucking glasses towards someone else and that's why they ended up in some kind of position they should not have been. You know what I mean? And how fucking much everyone around that hates that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there's there's that. Also, I don't know enough about again the pl- college theater uh, uh, drama. It yes. is like screams. That's what it screams towards. That's why it's so funny because we're juxtaposing something that would have happened to me in college that I would look back on and laugh at years later as immature bullshit. But it's happening to very rich, fancy, highfalutin people in a very like big highfalutin you know film festival and this and this movie is literally called don't worry (laughs) darling like it is could it not be more just hilarious to juxtapose wes anderson and it's it's great too because as much as it is low stakes it is like also i feel like on the interpersonal level for the actors it is like high stakes right like there was the allegations of a huge pay disparity between florence Pugh and harry styles which olivia wilde has denied so obviously that like is really high stakes. There's also, I don't know enough about the plot of the film, but my impression is that Florence Pugh, like when she's talking about the sex scenes that like they're being talked about, like, oh, it's so hot and sexy, but actually the whole film is about like violence and coercion. And so I, I think that like there's like some... It's, it's, I think she gets eaten out a lot. If yes. I'm picking up yeah. what they're putting down, it seems like she gets eaten out a lot. Yeah, what? It should have changed the name to a watermelon sugar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow, Harry Styles joke all day. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> but we're still we're still just laying the concrete here for the for the yeah, house that was built this weekend. The- yeah. So should we go get into? So so last week was the video. Uh, Shia LaBeouf leaking this video of, of Olivia Wilde saying, oh, if, if we can just get Miss Flo on board, I think we can still make this project work. Can we just also say that if you're going to lie about doing something, don't record yourself doing something? Yeah. Girl, you think about what on. video messages you have sent to people. Girl, <laughs> And so, yeah, on. she like is, uh, Olivia Wilde seems to have like absolutely been caught in a lie where she was like, oh, I, sh- I fired Shia LaBeouf to protect the actors. And Shia LaBeouf is like, sorry, but like, like, I know I'm an asshole, but that's not actually why you fired me. Here's this video proving mm-hmm. it. So already last week, people were like, wow, what drama? And then we get to 
Venice. Or do we? Because, I mean, we do know that Florence ain't going to show up on time. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, she ain't going to show up on time. And then she comes in. So she shows up with her grandmother, right? Because we all know that Florence Pugh recently broke up with Zach Braff. Or I don't know if which way it went, but they have broken right. up. So she brings her grandmother with her and just wrote like, I'm here, period. When she shows up to Venice late. Also, everybody in the film industry, this is a film industry thing, so you guys might know, not know this listener. <laughs> oh my home, God, but, please um, explain it to us, Holden. <laughs> the greatest insult you can give to a red carpet premiere is bringing an old. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> someone so you respect. Bringing the grandmother, Yuck. it is bringing a grandmother or grandfather is the classic fuck you Hollywood uh, move. <laughs> and, she, and she said, she was like, I'm not going to do press. I'm not going to be there for the press for the Venice presser. And everyone was like, Ooh, is this because you hate the film? And she was just like, no, it's just because my flight's not getting there on time, which is like, well, wouldn't you just move? Wouldn't you just fly on a different flight to get right. there? Well, she is. So she is currently filming Dune part two. Uh -huh. Yes. Dune so two. she yes. is on set for Dune. But one thing that she did say on the red carpet is when she was asked by an Italian journalist, she said, this is what Florence Pugh said. I think it's very, very inspiring to see a woman push back and say no and question everything. It's very exciting to see a woman do that on and off camera. Bum, bum, bum. So everyone dissected it, dissected it, dissected it. What does it mean? Oh my God, was she pushing back on set? Is that why Olivia Wilde doesn't like her? They're just... Crafting such an amazing, just these little morsels yeah. for yes. people to glom onto, especially over a holiday weekend when nothing else is happening. It's yeah. perfect. It's such a perfect storm for a C minus allegedly movie that we are all going to see now. Right. It's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. I don't want to see it too. I'm mad about seeing it. No, I I'm actively right. don't wish to view the <laughs> no, film. I'm I don't even know when I'm going to see it. I haven't been to the movie since the pandemic started but i think this is gonna be my first one yeah oh you gotta get on that stubs mj <laughs> i gotta go just be like well that was completely mediocre all right let's get to are we getting to Spitgate? well uh, we've, yeah so let's we're, enter we're chris crawling pine. towards it yes enter chris, <laughs> yeah, chris pine. pine before we gotta get into the situation before yeah. we even get to Spitgate, there is just the the internet is just having a fantastic time watching how miserable Chris Pine looks at all of these press events. He he is, really does, he, and also all of the memes are talking about like like where did he like he looks like uh, the first female European prime minister. Yes. Like it's like I've been seeing yeah. all those kind of memes. People being like, haircut, oh, the beautiful which, the like middle aged beautiful lesbian that was at the Venice Film Festival turns out to be Chris Pine. <laughs> I actually it's like Chris Pine like is is very arguably a very attractive man. It's so hard to try to like neg Chris Pine that, but that's is, why it's so fun because that's why like, it's funny and he doesn't have anything any bad badmans about him as far as we know in fact I think he's like a good man and so he's I think wearing he's a goodman's yeah he's a goodman he's wearing wide leg uh red pants and everyone yeah. is just mocking him and there's all these shots of him sitting at the pressers like looking extremely bored and then right before we get to Spitgate there is the theater film gate which is when they're sitting him and Harry Styles are sitting next to each other Chris Pine is also like I can't I don't have his credentials in front of me but he's like he's an extremely accomplished intelligent person who has like studied literature and film and like he like is a very smart man and Harry Styles is next to him going it's it's a real film you go to the theater it's a theater film and it's a real movie movie it's a movie movie 
The real thing about this movie is it is a full-on movie. There's nothing television <laughs> about it. It's a movie. You it's watch it in the theater. But and also, <laughs> every picture is so, like, fine-tuned because Olivia Wilde made sure she's never next to Harry Styles. She also makes sure that the, she's never next to Florence Pugh. As far away as possible. The yeah. They're always so right. So when they're sitting in a row, they're always apart from each other. My favorite tweet about that was, whoever arranged the seating arrangement has planned a wedding for divorced parents. You know, like It's like this very careful seating chart where Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde are as far apart from each other as possible. Chris Pine's in the middle. And right, it seems like everybody loves Chris Pine, but he can't help. If, again, we have no idea what he's thinking. Maybe he thinks Harry Styles is great and fun, but based on his facial expressions, it you can't help but feel like he thinks that Harry Styles is an absolute idiot when he's saying this <laughs> at theater film quote. Yes. It's, it's, it's like I'm watching an episode of The Office. It is perfect totally. deadpan. Like it's all communicated in the subtlest of eye movements. But yeah, it is just so clearly it's just like, the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> I will say, again, in defense of Harry, I will only just say that these guys have to sit through this awful. And do it for. 12, 14 hours. hours people people talk about just that's the questions. worst part of the business. They have to, yeah, answer the most boring, same questions totally. over and over again. But that is so funny. The, the thing with the movie is that it's a movie. <laughs> it's a very funny thing to say. And so we get to make fun. And I'm fine with that as well. And I, I think that part of it, why it's funny is because Harry Styles, like, he is this really interesting public figure. He's like the first man to wear a dress on a magazine cover, right? So I've always been like, wow, he's like... And I think I still believe this. Like he's like a a you know brave and interesting. It's not like shouldn't be that brave, but he like makes cool, interesting choices that are different. And I, I do have to say though, there's no way he's the first ever man to wear a dress on a magazine cover. Is that actually true? Maybe it was it's just like that magazine. Was it was it Vogue or Vanity? I mean, it was a huge deal though, right, Jackie? It was a huge deal. Yes, it was a huge deal. It was a huge deal. I just I was like, there's got to be. In history, a magazine, even like you know something. Maybe, but, yeah, 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 maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering <laughs> whatever milestone that was. It was something where it was like a man in a dress on Vogue, on American Vogue. Man, he was the first man. Yes, he was the first man to ever wear, grace the cover of American Vogue alone. Um, wearing a full length dress. A lot of stipulations. Oh. Okay, all right. So let's get back from how here. exactly how groundbreaking he is with gender or whatever. But again, what a minute. Seems like an interesting, as far as pop stores go, I've always thought he's like, you know, really great and fun and interesting. Yes. So to hear him open his mouth and say this incredibly innocuous thing about a theater film, that's just a fun, again, I has not changed my feelings about him at all. I still think he's cute and would kiss him and I think he's an interesting person the way he does gender but that extremely dumb boring quote is just funny coming from such a beautiful man it just reconfirms I, I remember I had the same revelation I was watching um, raw footage of like uh, Mick Jagger and uh, Keith Richards in like black and white in the 70s height of their success with Rolling Stones on tour and they're in this hotel room and it's just footage of them like dicking around and it just hit me I was like oh yeah these guys are like really boring off stage. Like off stage, there's nothing. Yeah. That's all. That is it. It's the the thing they do on stage. So it's just always going to be a letdown to to hang out. I mean, I think that kind of goes for anybody. Like, who's going to be? I mean, Truman Capote. Maybe he's somebody <laughs> who'd be like, God, I'd love to hang out with him. And then you hang out with him. You're like, Wow, we talked all night. We drank cocktails. <laughs> 
But for the most part, especially musicians, you sit down with them and it is just yeah. boro snoro. You know what I mean? Because they they leave it and they're all like on noodling the on the guitar. And you're yeah, just like, can you just noodling. talk to me for a minute? Can we just have a conversation? I don't. Is a boy in the tree? I don't care about the boy in the tree. I want to fucking. Laugh oh, I'm working about some on stuff. my days, which is oh, what I imagine right. they all sound like. Or maybe you just want to get close to him and spit on him, which go. is what Harry Styles sugar. did. There you go. I don't think that's true, but go on. So no, now, I don't think the that's three of us have real. not shared our feelings with each other about Spitgate. So we are all about to find out, along well, with, with the listeners, what we all believe and whether we are in agreement. MJ, I communicate with you sometimes uh, passively through, through Twitter, and I too, I too witnessed your uh, retweet of the explanation that the man merely forgot where his glasses were and realized, oh, they're right down here. And my crotchdal area. And so he said, oh, got my glasses again. It's weirdly timed with the way Harry Styles walked in. I mean, my my big reason for that, by the way, is Olivia Wilde is sitting right next to them. She makes no change in her, like, demeanor or anything after this, quote unquote, spit apparently happened. You know what I mean? I think she's the real proof that, like... If he spat on her, she would be like, what the fuck? My mood, you know what I mean? Oh, fuck. This isn't <laughs> yes. my movie. My movie. And yeah, yeah so she would clapping. explode and turn into a transformer. Yeah. So Holden which she believes, obviously is. Holden believes the count, the only convincing counter theory I have seen, which is that Harry Styles didn't spit on Chris Pine because in the video, it looks like Harry Styles bends down and spits on Chris Pine. Chris Pine yeah. has a reaction where he's clapping. He stops. He freezes like, what the fuck? Looks yeah. down at his hands, looks extremely annoyed, and then does like a, okay, kind of face, and, yeah. then, keeps, and then starts chatting with Harry Styles. So the counter theory is... He, inst- he didn't look down at his hands and think, what the fuck? Did Harry Styles just spit on me? He looks down and, st- in fact, at his glasses that are in his lap or between his legs and thinks, oh, there's my glasses. I don't buy this theory at all. You don't buy that theory? I completely buy that theory. That seems like completely what it is. You don't make that face. You don't look pissed when you find your glasses in between your legs. And there's another film, there's another video from a different angle where he just put his glasses there like a second ago. So he wasn't looking. Yeah, his okay. glasses he wasn't all looking day. for his glasses. I didn't glasses. know about the other angle. I didn't know about the Zabruder film. Yeah, okay. Oh, there's many angles. But then also at the same time, Harry Styles has his sunglasses in his hands. So I do wonder if it was like a look, a knowing look of like, we said we were both going to wear our sunglasses inside <laughs> or something like that. And then they both put their, and then they both take out their sunglasses. You, you're. I have stared at this video <laughs> too many times, okay? Yeah. At first I was like, oh, he didn't spit. And then I was like, but did he? Like, I became the internet yes, as I stared at his mouth. And I was like, I see nothing coming out of his mouth. Yeah, do we have any evidence? I mean, you can slow video down. You can zoom in, uh, you know, he does all this. these things. He does like a little, okay, so... I can I MJ's my like theory pursing Grimacing? the lips you're like yeah, you're like doing like, like an orangutan weird, very toothy thing that <laughs> yeah like MJ's an orangutan you know how orangutans can just kind of like casually spit like just like a, and then they just so my theory is that Harry Styles although I guess there's documentation about Harry Styles feeling really negatively about spitting so this theory might not work but I think it was an accidental spit 
I think that maybe he thought he was going to spit not on her, on Chris Pine, and he just did like a casual little like, oh, I've just got to do a little spit, and it landed on Chris Pine. That's my I got to do a little spit in a movie theater while people are <laughs> clapping and there's cameras on you? Oh, also, you mean during the five-minute standing I mean, ovation I for this, this C-minus movie? <laughs> I, I can't with this ovation bullshit. It is so five stupid. Minutes. The I hate pageantry like this. And we know that because, of course, I've been screaming about synchronized dances and stuff in the past. I hate social obligated. You know what it reminds me of? How you have to clap if you're doing the presidential address or whatever oh, it is. Oh, the State of you the Union stand up clapping. And clap every, yeah, for I sure. I fucking hate the State of the Union clapping. It is, like it is so fake and phony and full of shit and this awards thing completely reminds me of that where it's like well they got a six minute standing ovation and they, it's like old school colonial pageantry bullshit and it's so fake and it means nothing and it doesn't mean anything about the quality of the movie and I hate that now that's like it got a ten minute standing there must be a really good movie it got ten minute standing ovation but wait did the spit is because I hadn't placed the spit in the timeline. Is that does the spit happen right after the standing ovation? Not no, they're sure. sitting down. So they're I sitting think down. They yeah, must, the it must be before the movie. Before the movie. Yeah, because because Chris Pine is already sitting down with his glasses in between his legs. Harry Styles is coming over to get his seat, and I don't, Jackie, what do you think? Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I feel like something cheeky is about, but I don't know what it is, but I think it's cheeky. And I think that they have some sort of cheeky thing where like, mm. we're never going to know what it was that was being communicated between the two of them because we're all, we've all been friends for a hundred million years. Can't we say a lot with just a look in mm. front of a bunch of yeah. people? Maybe it was because like Florence Pugh was right behind Harry Styles. Maybe it had something to do with that. Maybe it had just like some sort of communication he didn't spit i've watched it a million times i've stared at his lips from both of the angles and he doesn't spit don't you think it's possible there was an accidental what what causes chris pine to stop clapping look down at his hands with ex, with what looks to be extreme annoyance and then uh -huh. quickly recover to like politely chat with Harry Styles. What could po what is the counter theory? Mm. You know, maybe he's got a bunch of ketchup in his pockets and it all squeezed out. <laughs> yeah, and he's wearing those light pants and he goes, "Oh no, my ketchup pockets." <laughs> maybe mean, it's ketchup pockets o'clock and we had no idea. <laughs> where where was Harry coming from? Like, is he comes from off 
camera, right? He is he being like walks directed in. towards his seat by an usher, and he's being pointed towards the seat. I'm watching it right now, and he walks through people. He goes over to take a seat, and he's unbuttoning his jacket to sit down as he as he leans over to sit. And that's why, or is it the fact that like, maybe they've had a cheeky discussion about not opening up your button on your jacket when you sit down. Maybe, maybe it's, and because maybe his button was, was gonna, closed. Maybe he thought someone else was <laughs> gonna sit there and then he was like, oh, fuck this guy again. He was the movie man, movie quote man. That, yeah, and, and that then would let me make just, sense. Like, except that something happens to Chris Pine's feelings in that moment, like there, it's it is it could be a realization. Ah, oh, there's my glasses again. I think that's I don't know he why that's so funny. He just put his glasses down though. He just put his glasses down. I don't and think I it's don't, the glasses either. This is I've the got, most. I've got something. It's the edibles theory. They both. I mean, come on. You're gonna have to sit through this. You don't even want to watch this movie. You knew it was bad the first time you made it. So of course, what are you gonna do? You're going to put on your best sunglasses and you're going to load up on edibles. Yeah. And sometimes edibles lead towards weird moments, body rushes, things like that, where you just like your whole core just like get quits on you for two seconds. And then you kind of jumpstart it again. Maybe you was I think just it's sitting there. The Harry Styles. <laughs> is a, I can't believe that you think it has to do with the butt. You think, I think that they button. plan. I think it's you a button because he unbuttons it. He unbuttons it. He sits down. He buttons it again. I don't know. That's just what, what a gentleman is, does with a blazer, Jackie. I'm asking fiddle. both of you. What do you do? Is there is there some sort of lore with the buttons yes. on the jacket? Yes. yes. I only know this because when I got, have I've become a custom suit got type of guy. Yeah, and, uh, you have. And when you get a custom suit, they'll tell you like, oh, you know this. This when you're walking around, you need the top two buttons unbuttoned, top, and then when you when buttons. you sit down, you un- there's all sorts of unbutton the bottom conventions yeah. around your buttons, and so but I think you that keep the other buttons buttoned. If if you've knowingly on the cut disappointed of the someone, <laughs> if you've knowingly disappointed someone, you have to leave the top button unbuttoned. There's a ton of all oh, no. the disappointment. It's a lot button. of pageantry. Yeah. No, yeah. It depends I thought on the, the disappointment button was in my groin. Come on, yeah. it might be that if you had tuna for lunch, you have to leave both buttons buttoned even when you sit down. Oh no, that's so much yeah. to remember. Uh, is it yeah. possible that he whispered something that he said like? Shithead. You little bitch. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I've then, stared at his lips. His lips aren't moving. Unless he's got ventriloquism gifts, which that's awesome. You don't think he does like a little, just like a little hock loogie? I think that you can see he just looks like a little hawk. Like a little t- just a little hawk. Just a little hawk. Watch it. Look for the tiniest. Li- Again, I'm watching. Not it. like a oh, spittoon. I'm watching it so many times. I'm watching. You know it. how really casual spitters it. can just spit and it's like nothing. I'm not a spithead. I'm not a spithead you either. Spit? And what one of my Twitter replies said that that Harry Styles hates spitting. So that so it sounds like he's not how a do casual. How that? Yeah, you keep talking about how Harry Styles has been vocal about not liking spitting. That's an insane take. Well, if I Google Who, it now, I'm not going to be able to that. find it because all the takes are going to be about this spit. Yeah, we need yeah. to find articles from before this week about how, well, how who, Harry Styles... Who are these people on Twitter be like, Harry definitely has talked about how he specifically hates spitting before. Okay, how do page, you I assume they're a page seven listener who replied to be like, Harry Styles hates spitting, so why would he do this? If it's you who replied and said that you have some knowledge about Harry Styles' feelings about spitting, please email us at page seven at gmail.com and page seven podcast page seven at gmail.com. Podcast. Oh my God, I can't even. Page seven podcast at gmail.com and provide us the receipts. I believe you, Twitter follower. I would like some proof so that I'm not talking out of my ass here about Harry Styles' feelings about spitting. If we know that he's a prolific spitter, that is relevant 
to whether or not he spit on Chris Pine. We need to know, has is he known for spitting? Is he known for hating right. spitting? This is important. It's character witness stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. According to body language experts, Uh-oh. he <laughs> didn't spit. So that they, mm. that, that Chris, there's no way Chris Pine, if he didn't know that he was going to be spit on, would be able to react that subtly by being spat at his feet. But that I don't know if I agree with. Oh, all right. So I did a custom range Google search, by the way, from from 2021 and before. Oh, first thing that pops up. Harry Styles criticized for spitting on stage during U.S. tour. Harry Styles called out for spitting water on stage <gasps> to on tour amidst COVID. Yeah. Oh, you mean when he's doing the whale? You mean? I'm <laughs> oh, I'm reading another segue. thing. No, not talking. No, I'm not talking about Brendan Fraser. Surprisingly, <laughs> no, he refers to the move as the whale, where he takes a gulp of water and spits it at the crowd, and he calls it the whale. Interesting. Yeah. <gasps> he so was whaling on Chris Pine. Hey, riddle me. <laughs> this how would a man who has been vocal about being against spitting wow. go on stage during covid wow. slush a bunch of water in his mouth and spit it all over his fans the ones he loves the most and Jay, <laughs> I'm not, you're out of order like, this whole I'm just trying out of to order. honor my twitter replies holden somebody said I've harry changed. styles doesn't like spitting and so to me i hold that in the constellation of what might be known i don't know if I think that it's possible that Harry Styles is such a casual spitter, he didn't even know he was spitting on Chris Pine, but something happened to Chris Pine's hands. I don't think he spit on his feet. I think he spit on his hands. He He's clapping. Something happens. He looks down, and he's like, what the fuck? It could have been a spit. It could have been a, an insult. It could have been anything that... Harry Styles did, or maybe it was something, I don't know, maybe Olivia Wilde did something. Something happened to upset Chris Pine. I think okay. that we, I think that that's indisputable. I don't think it was his glasses. Whoa. I found, I found, I think what your tweet, tweeter buddy was referring to. This is from 26 Harry Style facts that only the diehard fans know <laughs> okay. on popsugar.com. This is what we need. <laughs> Fact number six, he has four nipples. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. Maybe he like, on Chris Pine. Maybe he did a little squirt onto him from one <laughs> of the Where are the other nipples? Fact number four, he loves to buy pizza for people. Not fun. Oh, that's um, cute. I like that about number him. number seven, <laughs> he admitted he doesn't like girls who spit. Do with that what oh. you will. Now, I think that oh, okay. recontextualizes it. So, yeah. So, what he he doesn't like this guy. He doesn't like girls who spit. He's that's so. Do you think he'd be into me? Is that what you're saying? That I yeah, should go I after so. him? <laughs> you dirty girl. I yeah, mean, absolutely. I'm an older woman. I don't spit. Come on, Harry. <laughs> uh, yeah, him not. He can spit on my shoes spit. and tell me it's raining. I'll tell you what. First of all, how how is that even a thing where you're like, I don't like girls who spit? Like, how has that even come up for you, Harry? Um, I think some people are really turned off by people who casually spit. I mean, I used to casually spit more often when I was uh, a smoker. smoker. Yeah, a smoker. Yep. So I think maybe just like that kind of thing. Or, or it's something we do when we're younger, right? Didn't we used to spit more often when we were younger? What is yeah, that? there's definitely spitters. I've just never had to like make a declarative sentence. Like, I hate the category girls who spit. But yeah. he has. Yeah. He also loves Scrabble, ladies. Oh my so. God. He's smart. He's not like Leah Michelle who can't read. And you can only say that because she's a woman. But that's <laughs> I was screaming about this. Leah I mean, right, Michelle. So 
I guess we're off of Spitgate. I've we'll actually turned Spitgate. around after the new evidence is real itself. Him spitting on his own fans with glee. Him disliking other women who spit. Uh, I, I think that it's absolutely a, a spit. You know, a dry mouth spit because he was on so many edibles. He's yeah, he, and also he's a singer. You know, singers do all sorts of weird shit with their mouths. Like they're like, I can't drink milk. I need to Someone spit. included Ugh. this part that, like, apparently where they were watching the movie, there were no trash cans. And so someone's like, what if he spit gum? There's no gum that came out of that no, mouth. No, I yeah. stared at that mouth. No gum came out of the mouth. No. no gum. And if he spit gum on the floor in front of people, I would be, like, I would be so against him as a human being. It's like, someone's got to clean that up. No, yeah, I don't I think that. he would spit, spit your gum, gum on the floor. Chris Pine's shoes. I do, I, no. And this is the thing. I don't think, obviously, you would be absolutely insane to be like, I'm going to make a decision to spit on Chris Pine right now. But I just do think that something happened to upset Chris Pine in that moment that he realized in that moment, looked down and thought, what the fuck? That seems to be. So I think we have to work backwards from from there. What could it be? We don't have to solve it today. This can be an ongoing project. Oh, it's going to be ongoing because, I yeah. mean, the fact that it was given a five-minute standing ovation, <laughs> you know, it really wipes it wipes the slate clean. And we, we just gave about it a 40-minute uh, discourse. Yes, so I was going to say, we've been talking about it for so long. We didn't even talk about <laughs> Doggy Parton, Dolly Parton it's making fine. wigs for dogs. <laughs> we didn't talk about Leah Michelle screaming about how no one would say that she can't read if she were a man. Untrue. Meanwhile, that is nothing, that's not true. You're a racist piece of shit. I love now the new thing is, because we're in this kind of era of people being more aware of other things and of uh, biases and things like that. Just good, and there's generally. all this discourse online. Yeah. But then bad people, this is like, I feel like I put this in like the Jussie Smollett category of like, I'm trying to use all of that in my favor, me, a dickhead celebrity that is an asshole. The reason why we make fun of you about the whole not being able to read thing is because like we all know you're a big asshole. Yeah. And so that's why and like not being able to read has never been in my to my knowledge. We were talking about it before the show ever connected to being a woman and maybe like pre suffragette era or something. <laughs> but like I, not since I've ever been uh, aware on this planet. Have we been like, oh, she's a woman. Can she read? <laughs> Right. This is the thing. Like, yes, of course, like misogyny, like suggests there's like a trope of suggesting women are dumb. Like, uh, yes, totally. Mm -hmm. But like specific to her, be like, this is misogyny. No, there's not like you're not tapping into a deeper (laughs) tradition of accusing women celebrities you don't like of not being able to read. (laughs) No, this just happens to be a hilarious rumor about you. And you suck. And everybody thinks it's hilarious because everyone knows you suck. I'm sorry. I don't think it's misogyny. Funny girl. It is just hilarious (laughs) to be like, wow, you're a racist who can't read. Like, it's just fun. It's <laughs> yeah, funny. It's just fun. Let us have some fun every once in a while. Not everything has to be a social movement. And again, I always think of the Saved by the Bell when Screech's bully can't read and he confesses it to Screech and, he, and Screech responds with a lot of compassion and the bully says, why aren't you laughing? And Screech says, it's not funny and it's so moving. And it's, in general, of course, we don't make fun of people for not being able to read. Of course. We only make fun of her, Leah Michelle for not, yeah, yes, for not being able to read. she's a rich bitch, so we don't care. <laughs> Yes. And she took the uh, other woman's role. Her name's Sissy? Sassy? Ah, uh, Beanie, Beanie. 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 Oh, I thought you were she talking about the Beanie's cat role. from Homeward Bound. I was like, no. what did she do in a Sassy? <laughs> no. 
I've been thinking about sassy a lot. <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in a while. The sassy from Homeward Bound. Should I do this celebrity conspiracy or do we have anything else? Uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, look up the video of him crying about uh, during his 20 minute long standing ovation for the whale. I feel like he's just awkward being like, when is this standing ovation going to end? I Why just, would anyone stand and ovate for this long? I can't There's no imagine reason it. for this much ovating. It is unnecessary. I can't imagine giving a a hand clap for multiple minutes. Try oh, to do it. That is a workout in and of itself. It's like, what am I, hula hooping? I know <laughs> the longer I do it, the more uncomfortable it's going to be. I don't yeah. want to stand there for eight minutes and clap. I don't. No. I always assumed I'd be invited to con or something like that sometime in the future. I'm sure it'll happen. And when it does, I'm definitely going to go to the bathroom right when I see the credits hit. I'm going <laughs> to run to the bathroom and just like laugh and be like, they're still going. I'll be like at the bar getting drink, you know, because they usually have something like that at one of those things. You know, I'll be at the bar doing shots, be like, they're still clapping for this movie that was fine. I'm excited for the whale though. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm totally down. I'm gonna watch the hell out of it. I know that there's this is another one of these movies. It's getting so much buzz, but apparently there's a lot of it's kind of rife with reviews that are just like. They've got a lot of things to say. There's lots of barbs about it. There's I like it's and yet everyone loves Brendan Fraser and we're so happy to see right. him overcoming what he's gone through. Exactly. But I'm so I'm going to watch the hell out of it, but I don't know if it's going to be any good. That's the thing. I I I mean it's getting good reviews. Um I'm so happy for Brendan Fraser. I just have seen some like people saying that the I don't know if the movie itself is like fat phobic, but I've seen, I mean, just the, the excerpts of reviews I have seen about it, the reviews are incredibly fat phobic. And so yes, well, I say, which is horrendous. Which Abolish is the film critic, I say. Yeah. 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 Remove, get rid of them. Yep. Shoot them into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just say, I super cried during the uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Man, always Hold thinking them. about Taylor Swift. Midnight, October 21st. Four very finals. Uh, I want to get the mahogany one. Oh my God. It's about all of her many midnights. She stayed up past midnight. Uh, you, you, I think excited? he's referring to Taylor, Taylor Hawkins, Hawkins, by the yes, way. Yes, I, I super think. cried during Taylor Hawkins' <laughs> tribute concert when his son came out and did uh, Hero, uh, My Hero. Hero with uh, Foo Fighters. It was like really beautiful. And um, I was just like, you know, slow cry. You know, I was just like, it was like slowly coming down. I love those. It's probably my favorite cry where I was like having this kind of euphoric moment with it and just like the tears were just dribbling. Yeah. So it wasn't like, uh, uh, like I did during Coco. It was more <laughs> like, just like, I just let it wash over me and I thought that was beautiful. For me yeah. But also Midnight's October, I'm sorry that man passed away, but also Midnight's October 21st. Wow, I'm just so, pr I'm happy for you because you almost bought the other versions of the vinyl. Everybody knows you almost bought the other versions, but now I I'm still really proud of you. I still want to buy them. I'm proud of you for hopefully holding God, off so you don't give Scooter Braun the money. God help Hold me. And think about the bigger picture. And we're here. proud of that teenage boy for doing a nice tribute for his dad. I still might get 1989 in reputation, but also my heart goes out to the Foo Fighters. <laughs> 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 Dave, Dave, are you ready? Like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, don't, I'm sorry, yeah, don't hit me up at all about what I just did, by the way, <laughs> online or offline. Don't talk to me about it. Just let me live in it. All right, let's, all right, I'll get into the celebrity conspiracy, right? Yes. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. 
Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Does Stephanie Meyer write a new anti-Mormon novel in secret? Ooh. That's right. This one comes in from Phoenix, who writes, Jackie is going to love this. All oh credit God. to Reddit user OFC. And yes, they link to this Reddit post with the title, Pretty sure Stephanie Meyer wrote a new novel that's slightly anti-religious under another name to avoid getting in trouble with the Mormon church. The post reads as follows. Stephanie Myers is LDS Mormon and wrote the wildly popular Twilight and Host series. I just read a book called Corrine, and it's a good romance about a girl who leaves a fundamentalist Christian church and has very Mormon vibes. I live in Utah. I grew up here, so I know all their favorite things, like naming their sons Enoch, the main <laughs> character's name. The writing seemed very similar to Twilight as I was reading it, and I checked the back for the author, and it says Rebecca Morrow is a pseudonym for a New York Times bestselling author. Ooh. Is it possible she is writing a book that would cause her to be excommunicated from her church and didn't want anyone to know. Let me know if anyone else has read it and what you think. I think it's a fun conspiracy, but I honestly think it's true. Uh, edit in case anyone cares. Further clues are as follows. It has a review from Jody uh, Picoult uh, on the back. Why would she review a book from some nobody? The cover marketing and book quality reeks of money. Big old hardback book too. I've read the Twilight series over 20 times and immediately recognized the writing. And then I looked at the back cover and found it was written under an anonymous bestselling author she mentions the leading male's hair color a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyone remember Edward's copper head of hair mentioned a hundred times? Because I do. Um, and also Jacob's russet skin. Yes, russet How skin. How many times she had to say his <laughs> russet skin. We get it, <laughs> Stephanie Myers. Corrine is known as a specifically non-Mormon town established in Utah. Update, I didn't expect the post to blow up. Always with the post blowing up. Uh, and she was like, I wasn't trying to oust Stephanie Meyer, get her in trouble. She was trying to just or, probably avoid an awkward conversation. I do love this too. Some some quotes underneath. Um, uh, I can't remember this from the comments. I can't remember all the common Myers phrases, but if you count how many times she uses chagrin, I bet you get your answer wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it is crazy. I looked up the name Rebecca Morrow. The only, there's no wiki on her. The only thing it says is that Macmillan Publishers just says Rebecca Morrow is a pseudonym for a New York Times bestselling yeah, author. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all there is about her. Um, I, I believe. 
Yeah. Oh, I believe. Yeah. I know how the publication, like, I know how they work. And there's no way, because now she is seen as a pro-Mormon writer, there's no way that they would allow her under her name to ever write anything about any kind of person excommunicated from a church or leaving a church. There's no way they would allow it to happen. I believe. I also love all these little Stephanie Myers-isms in the comments. If any character's eyes tighten, it's like, (laughs) Oh, God. What is it? It was just a like, oh, he laughs humorlessly. Edward <laughs> laughed humorlessly. So I just would always go like, ah. Humorlessly. Creepy as hell. Oh, my God. It's so funny to think of like making. It's so fun to hear people make a collective list of like the annoying little habits of a writer that they've read a lot, you know, because like anybody who's read one writer a lot could probably do that, but you don't usually actually do it. So it's like. Really, really fun to hear everybody be like, yeah, she also says chagrined all the time, you know? Yeah, here's, here's another, right. uh, and glower or glowered a lot. Oh my God, always with the glowering. <laughs> always, always, always. And how many times do you have to say it? Like, especially when you're doing an audiobook, that stuff really comes into play. Right, right. You really notice the words that are said over and over again where you're like, oh, okay, can we have just something else? <laughs> yeah, another user. I do remember how often everybody sighed, especially Bella just sighing everywhere. Always sighing. <laughs> Always under their breath. Everything was like chuckling under their breath. Yeah, or I was going to say, do the characters, especially the male romantic lead, chuckle they a lot? Chuckle, <laughs> they chuckle, they murmur a lot. times in a three-page oh, yeah. span. Oh, when I was, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. like a young, ambitious writer, how often I used murmur. Oh yeah, some, they got a murmur sometimes. <laughs> Another user, she used undulating at least once in each Twilight book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, now I want to read this other book. You have to, I know, right? You have to. I have to. I think I do have to. I mean, I, because you did an audio book, you have a familiarity. With I gotta feel it out in text. my mouth. Yeah. I th- although I will say we're really getting into the spicy parts of Ice Planet Barbarians. If you are interested, over on the Page Seven Patreon, because man, the last chapter I read, wow, I was like uncomfortable oh. while I read it. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah. hope means that you were intrigued to listen to it. <laughs> Woo! A lot happens in that book. Babo, babo. It's very horny as well. Well, I hope to enjoy it wryly and with reverie, as those are also two words. <laughs> Riley is such a like ambitious writer word. Yeah. Riley. Ooh, he said she- Riley smiling. <laughs> while he laughs humorlessly. <laughs> 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 I want to do a whole second episode where we just talk about annoying things writers say. <laughs> so but funny. first, before we get to another episode, we have to read the list. Oh, who's on the list? Me. Jackie, gotta have that list. Unique celebrity items sold in auctions. William Shatner sold his own kidney stone. It raised $25,000 for Habitat for Humanity. Um, The president of Julian's Auctions joked that it would be the first Habitat for Humanity house made from stone. (laughs) 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 I get it. 
kidney stones, huh? Kidney stones, baby! But what about Joan Rivers? Joan Rivers' dog bowl from Tiffany & Co. And if you remember, if you listen to the Joan Rivers pop history that we did, I don't know why it's one of these facts I'm always going to remember about Joan Rivers, that there was a time when she was uh, feeling very depressed and thinking about taking her own life and her dog jumped up on her lap and she was like all I can think of was who would take care of my dog and it makes sense she loved her dog so much that she got her dog bowl from Tiffany and Co and then sold it at an estate auction it was sold for $14,000 how about this bullshit right here apparently (laughs) an iPhone that Rihanna broke So Rihanna accidentally dropped the iPhone um, of L.A. Police Commissioner President Steve Soboroff when trying to take a selfie together. She paid for a new phone, autographed the broken one, and donated $25,000 to the L.A. Police Foundation. Not that they fucking need it. But Soboroff (laughs) put the autographed cracked phone on eBay and raised an additional $65,500 for the fund. ACA iPhone. Damn. Damn. You say, what's that? Oh, yeah. Like ACAB. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> iPhone. All, all cops are iPhones. <laughs> yeah, all cops. All police officers are iPhones. Aka iPhone. iPhone. Now we're just in a Star Wars cantina. This is what's happening now. iPhone. Well, you might buy that in the Star Wars cantina. You might pick up Justin Timberlake's half-eaten French toast that yeah, was Jesus. sold on eBay for a thousand dollars. Of course it was on. a DJ too. A yes. DJ sold it. Yeah, Ugh. that he left it because like he did a morning interview, ate half the French toast, and then he sold it. That's Yucko, bro. Come Yuck. on. Yuck. No, I don't No, like the it. Yucko is the person who bought it for over a thousand dollars. You're right. That's You're insane. right. Because like you can't keep it. Yeah, what would you even do with right? it? Why do you even, like yeah. cover, cover it in polymer or something? People are so gross <laughs> about the select. Like what? What part? I love. I love Taylor Swift. I don't want her breakfast half eaten breakfast. Yeah, what but would I, you want <laughs> what one of her you- rotten teeth? Yeah, I'd take that. What, what were you about to say? MJ? I was just what about if, like teeth? you were at. What if you went? What if you went into like a like a popular brunch spot and you saw that Taylor Swift was sitting at a table and you you play it cool. You don't even say anything. You're like, I'm not going to bother her. She has her own life. And then she gets up and leaves, and her pancakes are still there. You're not even gonna gonna just try to lick go it. Go You're not gonna lick the plate at all. I would be fun to take a bite of that pancake for sure. <gasps> but I wouldn't pay a thousand dollars to <laughs> put it in my fridge or whatever they did with it or laminate Fair it, enough. I guess. Is what you do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. But then I mean I imagine same with Polymer with a rotten tooth. John Lennon's rotten tooth. In twenty eleven, the Beatles tooth was sold for about thirty one thousand two hundred dollars in a London auction. The tooth was originally given to Lennon's housekeeper after he had it removed to give to her daughter, who was a huge Beatles fan. Thanks. <laughs> Thank I mean, I, you for that. Can't you just sign a piece of paper? <laughs> Why do I have to have the tooth? Can't you just? It's so much easier to just autograph something. Literally, just a napkin. That's all you have to do. Yeah, you're I John mean, fucking Lennon. I don't know. I guess if you're John Lennon, you've gotten it into your head. You're like everything. I everything that has to do with me is so valuable that I shouldn't throw away this tooth. I should give it to someone. 
I, I guess you really hit that point. Now, this I understand. How much would you pay for Russell Crowe's jockstrap from Gladiator? Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say from Les Mis. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I don't know what happened underneath there. <laughs> Oof. I Nine, would five, pay $8,000. So I would also get it for $8,540 um, for Russell Crowe's jockstrap Man. from Gladiator. Speaking of where to put your gum, Harry Styles, Britney Spears. Yes. It was legitimately won at Crow's Divorce Auction. Ooh. <laughs> That's just a fun auction right there. I would love to go to a divorce auction. What yeah. is that even? Get your shit out tail. of this house. Get your bed out of this house. I don't want to see your clothes. I don't want to see your <laughs> job strap from Gladiator. Get it all out. <laughs> out I imagine that's so what funny. a divorce auction would be. Ooh, what would right. you sell at your own divorce auction? <laughs> mm, my divorce auction, let's see. I guess um, Lexi's records, right? I'd get rid of her records. <laughs> okay. I'd get, I'd sell, I guess I'd put my baby on up there. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, See yeah. I get. think I'd pay. <laughs> yeah. How much would you pay for Winnie? <laughs> um, Probably five bucks and a rotten tooth. <laughs> oh my goodness! There you go. I think you'll get some of those coming your way. Absolutely. Anyways, <laughs> if I keep eating candy the way I eat got candy, or if I keep <laughs> buying Elvis's stained underwear because someone bought his just uh, what is it called spare tire flat tire skid mark rubber skid mark skid skid mark <laughs> skid marked underwear for eight. Thousand dollars. It was sold oh for eight thousand dollars. His literal shitty underwear. So um, I guess I would pay more than eight thousand for your baby, Holden. But I go. would throw a Thank couple you. rotten teeth in there. I'll get. I'll take it. I'll yes. take it. That is. Yeah. This list makes me sad. Yeah. About people. <laughs> Do we call teeth rotten teeth? Also, like, couldn't we use a different? The whole list is has made me sad as yeah, well. Yeah. It's just so depressing <laughs> that the tens of thousands of dollars. It's just like. I could so use that money you're spending it on a block of hair. I didn't I even read understand. the one, a jar of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's yeah, breath. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's like that <laughs> escapes from $15,000 for their yeah, breath. It's, it's nothing. That's the emperor's new clothes. It's unbelievable. There's yeah. nothing in the jar. And I would just assume that their breath, quote unquote, would like seep out of the jar or what. There's nothing in that jar. Are you going to huff it? Like, I don't know what yeah. you do with the breath. Yeah. Like if you needed to do a DNA test on the jar, there would be no DNA from Brad or Angelina Probably, in the jar. Right? That's my guess. Yeah. That's what I would propose as well. That's so strange. I mean, I mean, I just hope these are all witches using this stuff for like some type <laughs> of you know, spell or curse. Yeah. Or something. Ooh, it's a curse that's or a spell. fun. Or reincarnation, yeah, yeah, reanimation or something. There's just like a dead John Lennon walking around. He's like, play a song for us. He's like, ah, and his like, head falls off. Oh, and then his teeth fall out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to think. Wow, good good, sad list, Jackie. Hell yeah. I, I can think, but I cannot see. That's right. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Ah, we can't see all right, this blind, these series of blinds are titled Celebrities. They're just like us. Celebrities, they're not just like us. Here's a, let's start off with a not just like us. The A-list, everything in her mind celebrity calls the paps on her husband every day just to make sure he is wearing what she told him to wear. I love the idea that they, they call the paparazzi on your significant other just to make sure they're dressed 
how you ma- made sure they would be dressed. Dressed. Uh, they recently. I'm gonna got say married. goop. No, they recently got married. Is it a and Kardashian? It was a big deal. No, it was a huge deal. I love putting her in blinds because all of her blinds are funny like this. Um, she there was a Netflix documentary I haven't seen about her. Not oh, J Lo. Yes, and been out. Oh, that makes see that makes honestly yeah. complete sense. I believe that a hundred percent. I think that makes absolute sense. There you I go. especially with like I saw some video of him like trying to be better at speaking Spanish, which is. Um, very, very fun to watch. That's hilarious. You know, he's just, he's just like a drunk gambler, you know? Just, yes, he's a riverboat guy. He's yeah, pretty good man. at Spanish, though. When I saw it. Oh, yeah, he is. Like quite, I was like, wow, damn. He's really fun. working on say? it. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. He's uh, really yeah, working yeah. on it. Yeah, he's really, really doing <laughs> he's great. He's no Hilaria. He's definitely <laughs> much better than Hilaria, okay? Hilaria. I'll throw I'll that out there. Uh, this is another, Actually, they're not just like us. <laughs> This A-plus list, mostly movie actor, now puts a guard on garbage duty every week. The actor is worried people take things from his garbage, has a security guard on trash day, watch over the garbage in the alley behind his Santa Monica home. Obviously, based on the previous list, this actor is correct because people want your... Fucking garbage. Apparently. You're garbage. Yeah, not, not off base. This, this actor's been under fire recently. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> he's the voice. He's annoyingly the voice of everything. Um, oh, he's Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. I right? saw his episode of the home edit. So he should. What did not... you think about it? Did he home edit? Yeah, he's like, oh, I have all my camping gear, and I also have all my survivalist gear, and I also have all my fishing. You know, it's fine. He's just like, oh, Ugh. organize my huge garage. He's one with the earth. Yeah, he's one with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need it's all my camping thing. supplies on the wall, so they're organized. And the home edit ladies are like, we can do that for you, and they're like, yay, it's fine. Yeah, that's oh, gotcha. <laughs> I can't watch like, those I shows. I don't like abortion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I want to watch the home edit because I like organization. I wish I think I wish I did, but it's actually it's not as enjoyable for me as I always think it will be. No, I just feel like it makes me judge my life so much. Exactly. That I look around and I'm just like. Oh no, I'm a maximalist. And yeah, and, oh, right, no. I'm, like, I'm a maximalist, and I don't have thousands of dollars to spend on bins. You need no, so I many can't. bins. Don't the bins take up more space? I know the organization right. is important, but as someone that is currently planning a wedding, I feel like everyone's like, you know what you need? Bins. Like, <laughs> bins. I, where am I going to put the bins? What am I going to do with the bins after they the wedding? Stack. I know. I, Jackie, you stack oh, them. Oh, did I stack? But oh, I never yeah, know what to do with my store. bins that I'm not using. I don't have, I had, don't, now I need to organize the Unused bins. Create a ceiling hutch, a, a, a loose sheet on your ceiling, and you you slide the bins into that. <laughs> and it's not I just the like bins; it's hutch. the labels. The home edit people are like, you have to label everything. Leveling. I right, don't right. label it. I'm man. not going to label. Lexi it. just tried to do that with like all of Winnie's toys. Like she's like, these are the Montessori toys, and these are the musical toys. And like it's immediately everything's just all it's scattered. Just yeah. toys, man. Just have a toy bin. That's yeah. A, you know? yeah, yeah. Just one toy bin works just fine. But either way, we'll we'll keep it moving. Celebrities are they just like us? This illiterate A-list actress says that she has been told by her people to hide in her to- hotel room while at this international festival. They're afraid about her being forced
forced to answer questions from press they cannot control. She says she is going to live her life, and I say good for her. That is, the blind people said good for her. I didn't necessarily say good for her. This person recently embroiled in a weird controversy involving Instagram, involving photos that was posted from a personal event in their life. This was the big news story I was surprised was not included on the list uh, in the emails. This person is young. This person is beautiful. This person has tits. I'm just going to say it. They're they're fun and they exist. (laughs) She's beautiful. She's like a hot... (laughs) It's like she's beautiful. She has beautiful tits. Beautiful. Tits. (laughs) She's tits. Her name is tits. She's in a hot show on HBO. It's going to be Euphoria and it's going to be that person... Who got married? Not married. She hasn't been married. She's at an international festival. Oh, I, I thought you. I thought you had said. Just oh yes, no, uh, no. Uh, Savannah Sweeney. What's her name? Her parents are MAGA Sydney people. Sweeney. Sydney yes. Sweeney. Yes. Oh, because Did of all the MAGA right? shirts. Yes, and yes. Everything. yes. Yeah, and the star uh, recently. And not only the MAGA hats, but it was like a thin blue lined police yes. shirt. So is that, there yes. was a blue line yes. like yep. Punisher shirt. Yeah. On. Yes. One of the unidentified people that people thought was her dad, potentially. The star recently responded to online backlash over a photo she shared from her mother's 60th birthday party featuring an unidentified man wearing a shirt featuring a flag with a thin blue line. There were also pictures of Sweeney's family members wearing red Make 60 Great Again hats. First of all, you fucking dorks. It's over. It's been <laughs> over. This is so lame. That's so fucking lame. Like, really? You're still stuck on this fucking make America great again thing it's done it's like years have passed why are you like why are you parodying it you know tongue in cheek for a 60th birthday like find new identifiers for your personality it's it's so pathetic Sweeney tweeted later on you guys this is wild an innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement which was not the intention please stop making assumptions and the reason why I say celebrity are just like us is that's not necessarily true but I think we all have had to many of us have had to combat oh let's say with family who live in Florida for instance and I things like that we've had to combat with this yeah. because weird. it's like it wasn't like in my brain I was like everyone's ripping her apart yes don't post those pictures I mean that was a dumb thing yeah that was right. maybe yeah. but everyone unfortunately yeah I'm not saying everyone but a lot of people unfortunately of people. have people in their family and extended family that have differing views totally. than a lot of us have that was how I felt about it too I'm like, you know, I had just read the Jeanette McCurdy book, which is incredible. But also, if you have any experience with eating disorders, just know that it is very difficult to read. I need to read it's it. It's incredible. I highly recommend it. But again, I'm glad my mom is dead, right? Yes, is I'm name? glad my mom died. Yeah. Yes. But the whole book is about her family, how, how little control she has over her life and how her family you know, uh, uh, about how it fucking awful her family is. And so I feel like when I saw this story, I was like, I'm not ready to be mad at this actor for her family because she's not really responsible for them. That said, if you post a picture of people wearing red hats and a thin blue line shirt, you should be aware that that's yeah, like a signifier right. for people. Right. Yeah, like find try to find a photo of the cake or something like a, something that doesn't have that image in it. I do love how like sure of itself Twitter is. 
So then they go on and they're just like, you, these people must be disowned by you and you must like turn your back on them immediately. And that's the only way it can be. And it's just like, you have no idea how sticky this can be. Yeah. And sometimes you do have to step away from family. Yes, and from create family boundaries for sure. And yes. create boundaries yes. and for sure. But, but it gets murky. And sometimes maybe that's not the smartest thing to do if you're trying to like maybe change someone's uh, way of looking at the world. Maybe to walk away from that right. and, and not endure it every Every fucking Thanksgiving in an attempt to try to like speak some sort of other perspective towards them right. and get them out of this dumb headspace. And I've watched family members evolve. Yeah. I've watched it happen. I've literally seen them go. Trump did was did a really crazy thing to a lot of people. I, 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 it was like it was like a hypnosis act or something. They just became like insanely fucked in their head. And I watched them as, in years since soften and change and, and turn around. I just think it's so crazy how we have this situation where it's just like, stop being so sure of what everyone should do with their lives and how every stance should be. It just makes it's so insane to not feel gray about things sometimes or not. But it's a very, you know what? I'm sure that person's 22. You know what I mean? And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling twin. No, but, uh, <laughs> don't you Taylor Swift at us. And, and, you know, that person, that, that speaks towards the kind of person we're like, yeah, when I was 22, I thought everything was incredibly black and white and, right. you know, which end was up. And then as life goes on, you're like, oh, things are a lot more nuanced and complicated. And they don't just get like solved by these like hard set notions. You know what I mean? So anyways. Yeah. It would have been completely different if she was wearing one of those hats sure. or shirts. But to be to be like held accountable for your family, even if you're saying, here's my family and I love them. You know, yeah. It's like, I get why people were upset because the image of, you know, the ideas yeah. behind those things are upsetting. Um, but, right. It's like, she's a young actress. She might not have a bunch of autonomy when it comes to her relationship with her family, you know? Sure. Or like, even understand, I don't know. It just seems, it's just so funny when it's like, you got to cut those people out <laughs> yeah. of your like, these people who raised you and like got, you know, but it also, and it's so funny because they're all wearing their big dumb cowboy hats <laughs> and stuff. And it's just like, and also bro, if that is, especially if that's the dad, either way, it's a 60th birthday party. Everyone else is dressed up. You showed up in a t-shirt with a skull <laughs> on it and a blue blind, like, it's just classless. It's so funny. And and the red hats too is just so corny. It's like yes. are you guys you guys are such nerds. God, they're such nerds. I, I it's so funny to see it. Um but my heart in a weird way my heart goes out to Sydney on this one because it's just like it's awkward. It is awkward. Yeah. You know. The only thing it speaks towards like maybe and maybe you know what too. It's also assuming that her just cuz she's young and Hollywood starlet that her political ideologies uh, are in line with with yours she might actually be fucking conservative and stuff and that sucks but it's just funny too it's just like sydney these guys gotta go and it's just like who sydney might be fucking you know all about that border wall who fucking knows <laughs> i mean i hope not <laughs> i hope not but who you know i'm not saying that's good it's just funny that everyone just knows everything online everyone knows it was a spit everybody knows that, <laughs> that's you know, different Holson. <laughs> um, but that's so but you guys this is wild an innocent celebration from moms but it's just so funny it is definitely the the fake MAGA hats though that really push it home like wow you guys are really into this yes that is a lot of dedication yeah 
to a presidency that is when in our lives has a presidency four years later and there's still like who would wait you know no one was wearing like a fucking Ronald Reagan hat four years after he was out of office it's crazy yeah although you know sometimes you got to get those what does it say no to drugs hats out you know uh oh dare really get that going yeah man I love dare stuff I right? love wasn't dare he, merch wasn't he, a, wasn't oh, he yeah. an anti-drug oh, yeah, 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 yeah he was yeah. the war on drugs guy Every, he's the one that fucked so much years. of it yes he yeah, was yeah. like anti-welfare anti-drugs all this shitty stuff from the 90s man no. yeah <laughs> all that sh- dumb shit but anyways I just miss my playing saxophone going to fuck island with Epstein Bill Clinton man that was the guy yes. I was stand by. yeah good 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 glad we're, that's where we're ending this episode NRC, today uh-huh. yeah man hell yeah uh, anyways not to get too political but I just it made me think so much about everyone it's celebrities are just like us they also have horribly racist horribly family racist members families. they have to contend with and deal with everyone twice a year so funny. Yeah, dude. Man, can you see again? Yes, I can. And oh I see God. that uh, we're in an equal footing space where we love everyone. And I think yeah. that's great. Well, don't throw your 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 reasonable doubts about me being able to read just because I'm a woman at me. All right, you two, I can't handle it. I think Jackie's both illiterate and racist. That's oh, no, the line. not both. And the double that's whammy. The Make 60 great again. <laughs> if you could read, then you would be less racist, possibly. That's what they used to tell Leah Michelle. If you could read, Leah, maybe you'd be a little <laughs> less. Uh... I am just going to live forever in a world where anytime Holden has to say, I don't know about you, but he always has to say, but I'm feeling 22. Feeling 22. Oh, I am. Uh, and I am Midnight's. not feeling 22 right now, but that's okay. Honestly, it's for the best. If I was feeling 22, um, I would be brutally hungover and probably dry heaving in between every time I speak, which is many, many episodes of Page 7 in the past. But not these anymore, because <laughs> we're not 22. We're all older than that now. And thank you guys so much for joining us in our Welcome Back episode. And I am feeling really, really great and not feeling 22. And I appreciate you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Hell yeah, dude. Spitgate, tell it to the mountains. So glad that we talked about it for the entire episode. Honestly, I'm proud of us. It's what the people want. It's what I wanted. It's it's, It's what we wanted. It's what we wanted. I'm so, you know, everyone's tweeting all their additional high school musical recommendations. People are like, oh, if you like this, watch this movie with Zac Efron. And so now the (laughs) promise of what we have to watch is just growing longer and longer. Very excited. You know, it is very exciting, but I could not wait to get back to screaming with you guys and particolarly screaming about the fact that Harry Styles definitely spit on Chris Pine. Also Absolutely. got a lot of appreciation for us starting to watch the American Pie series, uh, which I was like, I didn't know that so many people <sighs> would want us to watch the American Pie series just because I've never seen it before. I, I actually it's truly gonna want to. It's going to be so problematic Awful. and wonderfully dated and terrible. It's just going to be so... Ooh. I mean, this is like... You know, they showed footage, they showed scenes from American Pie when they were describing how disgusting men were in the 90s during the Woodstock 99 documentary. Like, yeah. they were, you know, it was they, a they bad used time. this example of like a cultural example of like, we used to like the way sex was viewed in the media and stuff was like all for the, all for men and gross as hell around 1990, from 1995 to 2000. It will be you know a I mean? shock. It will, like, when we watched Hol- 
holiday in handcuffs from 2009 and it was like a shock to yeah. our system how casually they made date rape jokes. American yeah. Pie is going to be like that times 10 gajillion. Oh, yeah. It will be For a shock. Sure. We will just be, we have to we have to have a plan. We have to have like we a, have a sexual crime meet uh, a counter. Yes. Ooh. And every time a sexual crime happens. Yes. Will add to the counter, it, right? Okay, like, there's this. just oh gonna my be God. several. It's gonna yeah. be so fun, but it truly is also gonna be awful in a way that I can't. I really want to do it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can also follow us over on the TikTok at Page Seven LPN. And please come hang out with me over on uh, my Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No It's Jackie on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Sundays because we have so much fun days. Hell yeah. Check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator's home. So excited for Jack and with the Holdies to come back. We're back. This Friday. Uh, so join us for that. 6 p.m. ET every Friday. And it's going to be such a party. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator. So also patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Um, we've got so much material coming out. We're just talking about Jackie's book readings. She's literate. We've got. Thank uh, you. A ton One of, of the few women. <laughs> One of the few women that. I am. These days. <laughs> Fun fact, even though she's a woman, she can read. <laughs> she can and read. <laughs> Talking TV is also back, and that's very exciting as well. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Check it out. Uh, and page seven podcast at gmail.com. Please send those conspiracy theories in, those blinds. I love them. I can't get enough of them. Page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCAT on Instagram. I- We'll also say um, if you need any encouragement to come and join us for Jackin' with the Holdies on Friday, I will say I bought 50 of a drink called Slurpers, and I oh, will be boy. forcing Holden First to I'm drink them of it. on Friday. Slurpers. So come join us for please. Slurpers on Friday. Please, please. Slurper oh, Friday. it's going to be a hoopla. Jackin' with the Slurpers. ABV. Slurpin' with Jackin the Holdies. Slurpin' with the Holdies. Slurpin' Slurpin with the Holdies. <laughs> this Friday. Friday, and now it's time to sing our shout out song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on, we're gonna read them to you. Come on, it's shout out time. Won't you drop me a line? Uh oh, when did I become the J52s? We're here with the shout outs. Thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs to page seven podcasts at gmail.com. That is page seven podcast seven, the number at gmail.com. Always appreciated. It always makes me smile, especially even when we're on vacation. Oh, so many smiles. And I Honestly, this goes right from us talking about not feeling like we are 22 anymore. We've got two very big congratulations going out to two people that are working on their sobriety. We're starting it off with Michelle, and congratulations to you, Michelle. Michelle says, I've been listening to you since Marcus was with you, and part of that time I was drunk, drunk, drunk. Well, I'm sober now, and I'm shouting out to myself. It was a long, hard road, but getting sober is amazing. And from what I understand, Goth Daddy Jeff is sober too. You damn straight he is. I am one month strong and want you all to know that you have helped me, and I love y'all. Oh, we love you too, Michelle. Congratulations on working on yourself. I know it's not hard. Well, that's not what I meant to say. I know it's not easy. I know it's very hard. And I just want to say thank you 
you so much for sending in and sharing this huge milestone in your life with us. And Michelle, you have a partner in sober crime, and their name is Holly. And they're a little bit further down the road than you are, but this means you gotta keep trucking. Holly says, I've been a longtime listener from Roundtable Days and never miss a page seven. You guys keep me sane. I never really had the balls to do a shout out, but thought, what the fuck? Hell yeah, Holly. Holly says, I got sober three and a half years ago and completely flipped my life around for the better. You and everyone at Last Podcast have been constant comfort in my ears for these last three years of hard work and self-reflection, even more importantly before that, when the world was dark and shitty. I owe you all a lot. But... I'm actually messaging in to say, I got married, and I wanted you to give a shout out to my beautiful wife, Toria, who has made my life the absolute dream it is today. We both listen to LPN shows pretty relentlessly, so we're a match made in heaven, or hell, depending what you're into. I never thought three and a half years ago I'd have my shit so together and be with such a beautiful soul. Check us out. Kicking ass one day at a time. Hell yeah, Holly. I'm so proud of you. Dude, it's so much hard work, and I'm so proud of you for sticking with it. And look at how you just changed your life. I got so excited, I almost knocked over my coffee cup. Holly said, don't stop being you, guys. I know I'm only one of probably thousands at this point who owe you for getting us through the tough times. I think that's pretty fucking rad. And Holly, I think you and Toria are both completely fucking rad. Thank you so much for writing in. And last but not least, we have a beautiful shout out from Seth to his wife, Megan. And Seth says, I submitted a shout out for my wife, Megan's birthday last year, but I felt like I really needed to do it again this year to recognize her achievements since then. Since the beginning of 2022, Megan has been finally pursuing her lifelong dream of being a full-time artist. She's been working nonstop producing original artwork and doing pet commissions all year. But also, she illustrated a freaking whole-ass children's book that a friend wrote. The book is called My Grandma the Cosplayer. Again, that's My Grandma the Cosplayer. And it just became available to purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. This is truly a dream come true, and I'm so proud of her. Her birthday is the 21st of September and will be insane. Salem Mass, doing all of her favorite things to celebrate her and her accomplishments. So happy birthday and congratulations, Megan. Also, if anyone would like to give Megan's artwork a follow or to request a spooky pet commission, oh my God, you have to check out Megan's work. It's unbelievable. Please check it out. Her Instagram is guided by ghosts art. Guided by ghosts art. So it's multiple ghosts. Thank you guys for everything you do, including taking the time to read these. Your show never fails to make me smile. I really appreciated the Bernard talk a couple months ago. I love you, Bernard. Hope you're enjoying vacation. And always remember, Bernard, Bernard, he makes us hard. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Have you told me this before, Seth? But I love, I'm, I'm going to start screaming, Bernard, Bernard, he makes us hard. And I feel like it's going to be like a weird hocus pocus crossover with the Santa Claus, which I am here for. And happy birthday, Megan. Congratulations. Again, the book is My Grandmother Cosplayer and Megan's Instagram is guided by ghosts art. 
Thank you guys so much again for taking the time to write in. And again, you can send your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. And you can send a shout out. You can just say hi. You can send us some recs. I've gotten some amazing TV and book recommendations through page7podcast at gmail.com. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for always taking the time to extend a little bit of love. I feel it. I read them. And I really, really appreciate it. I love y'all so much. I'm so happy to be back. And we will see you guys next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.